I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Longer I've been, the more it looks like hell to me. Hello, and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's episode is brought to you by us here at Be Vigilant. Once again, we thank you guys for tuning in on ACN, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Becky, what's going on today? Hmm. The snow is melting. Yeah. Hey. So weird to go from negative 10 degrees one night last week to 40 degrees today. It's uh, global warming. Yeah. No. Uh, climate change? Mm-hmm. She's not going to answer yes to any of those because God is in control. Yeah. We don't control anything. Yeah. How much hubris, I'm going to use that word, it's pretty early on in the week for me to try out a big word like that, for humans to think that we can control... The climate? Yeah. The entire climate. Exactly. The earth has always been changing. God created it that way. I think we've got to think pretty highly of ourselves. Yes. If we think we can definitely... There are those people that say the government can create hurricanes with helicopters. Well, there are things you can do to, to change weather in a spot. Like, mm -hmm. you know, make some clouds. Yeah, but a consistent change where... You're not going to change the Earth's climate. Yeah. The Earth is always changing. Ice ages. You don't have to be a super scientist to know that we had one. Super scientists don't exist. No? Sorry. Uh, we were going to talk about one later, though. But He's not super. Oh, okay. Or really a scientist, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy that people think we are that powerful. I mean, I am. Oh, okay. My bad. But no, I do always say, don't throw litter on the ground. There's things we can do to take care of the land. Yeah, right? don't be a jerk. God told us to be a good steward of what he give, He has given us. So mm -hmm. let's try to do that, at least. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing trash everywhere. Who throws trash out of their windows? Yeah. I thought I that went away in the 80s. It's so passe. Yeah. It's really trashy. Oh, you're really punny. Get out. Okay. No, it's just it's just crazy that we drive down the street and you still see garbage floating around. And I, I understand maybe sometimes it flies out of a truck or a garbage can or whatever. Right. But there's a lot of trash out there. I think it's people pe throw stuff out the window. And if I see them do that, sometimes I honk at them. Yeah. Hey, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Still throwing cigarette butts out. Yeah. Well, that. Uh, yeah. People still do that. No, they think it's not littering for some reason. Crazy. It's actually a more expensive littering charge yeah, because you're gonna, it's flammable. You're start fires. Mm -hmm. I've had people throw cigarettes out of their car ahead of me and almost come in my window. I would rear-end someone if they did that. Yeah, were you hoping maybe to get a drag off that butt if it came in your window? That, no. Why? We, full transparency, we both used to be smokers back in the day. So I wouldn't that. call myself a smoker. Oh, okay. I was. Yeah, you go ahead and do that. I was a full-blown cigarette addict. Not I. Oh. But it's been 14 years, so... I'm uh, pretty cured from that, I'd say. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those people that when they smell smoke, like, oh, God, it's killing me. It's not the best smell in the world, right? I like the smell of it. Yeah, I guess the, the I, actual cigarettes I are right. I do not like the smell of a person that has exactly. been smoking and then 
comes inside and stands next to me. That will make me want to vomit. Yeah. Hey, just a plug for what we got going on at our church on Friday nights. It is a recovery program. Cigarettes are part of the, the program. We don't give out cigarettes yeah. or anything like that, but there are people there that smoke. I'm just saying maybe you're in the Spokane area, you're a Christian, and you want to know how you can kick whatever habit. We got the answer. Reformers Unanimous at our church, 404 North Argonne, Friday nights at 7 p.m. Come check us out. Uh, see what God can do in your life. Mm-hmm. Speaking of God, I just wanted to... This is actually one of our RU verses. Hey, that's a good segue I just did right there. Oh, you didn't even try. Yep. Galatians 2.20 is always a great one. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This one always hits me right in the feels. Is that what the kids say? I don't know. I don't know. I am crucified with Christ. Just right there. He died for me, so I must die daily for him. Mm-hmm. I have to forget whatever I want to push, my agenda, and realize what does Christ want me to be doing. Because it's usually different than what we want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So. so the sooner I just say I want to try to help win souls for, for Jesus, then we're in alignment, right? Yep. But it's more than that. It's how we treat one another. It's yep. how we stand up for the truth. Right, I, I'm, I said it on this show maybe last week or the week before, talking about Christ's meekness. Don't ever take it for weakness. Yeah, and we have to be the same way as Christians. We have to realize that God has put us here; He has chosen us to be the light here for Him. Mm-hmm. If I'm correct, so don't shy away from. I'm not saying go get in a bunch of conflicts. <laughs> don't shy away when somebody tries to make you believe something else. When you know the truth through the gospel, don't ever think that you need to water it down. Mm-hmm. You need to second guess it. That's just that's just my take on it. I love reading that one. I hope you guys read that one on the, on at least a weekly basis, Galatians 2.20. To me, it's a motivator mm-hmm. to really put who I am in the backseat Jesus take the wheel? Please stop. No? Okay. But it's true. You got to let him lead you. If you're going to be a follower of Christ, you need to let... Yeah, it's hard to follow from the front. Yep. You end up going off a cliff, probably. Because you're always looking back over your shoulder, like... And you will go off a cliff if you're trying to lead Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Another one I want to touch on real quick here, because it'll kind of lead into the first story I wanted to talk about. But 2 Chronicles 7.19 says... But if ye turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them, then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land, which I have given them. And this house, which I have sanctified for my name, will I cast out of my sight and will make it to be a proverb and beyond a byword among all nations. Mm-hmm. So I know we're not in the the nation of Israel right now. We're not God's chosen people, but I still fully believe that God gave us this nation we're in. No, I know that God set out in the prosperity that America has had in the 200 plus years. Did not come from the prosperity gospel. No. Just wanted to throw that in there. No. It's fully because God allowed us to do this. And we should be worshiping him. We should be furthering his word. And once again, like we just said, standing in the truth and the light. 
because I know in in these verses God is telling Solomon, right? Hey, you've done all this, you've sacrificed, you've done all this good stuff, you know, in verse 14 he says if you will humble yourselves and turn back to me, I'll take care of you. And he's like, "Well, but if you go and worship other gods, I'll pluck you from the land. Mm -hmm. I will kick you out of the land that I've given you. And I feel like that's kind of what's coming for us. Yeah. Because if America doesn't humble themselves and turn back to God, Mm -hmm. I feel like we should just say goodbye to America. Yeah. Not that God said that in the Bible, but, or, you know, we're not his chosen people, but we are his people. Yeah. And he gave us this land and he can take it away. Yep. We are... If you are a saved child of God, you are adopted into the family, right? That's how the how they reference it. Mm-hmm. And he can boot us out because now he's our father. Mm-hmm. He can kick out the rebellious teenager out of the house for not listening to his rules. I think that's the only way. Like Becky said, this could be the end for America. But at the same time, if it is, is what I tell people, God wants us to go down swinging. Christians, God wants us to continue to fight. And if we're, there's not enough of us in the fight and we have to figure out something else, he will lead us to the next great thing. Not worried about that. But we got to go down swinging. We can't let the globalists, the Satanists, the elites, the Bill Gates, the man I'm about to bring up here, we can't let them win. We can't let them steamroll us. We can't let them fool us into taking death jabs that are killing people. It's like a daily headline now, died suddenly. This is what we're up against. We're up against population depopulation. Mm-hmm. We are, Satan is blinded so many people. Like this, we'll get into this first story. This is from a great news source, the Liberty Sentinel, Alex Newman. We've met him before. One of the smartest men I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Tied in with everything. He's got a website. Go check it out, the Liberty Sentinel. He's got so many great writers. This one happens to be from a man named Leo Holman, and it's titled, and this is from the Liberty Sentinel.org. Check it out, please. Alex Newman is a great Christian, a great author, a great researcher. But this article is noted, it says, noted transhumanists now targeting our children. What's inside Yuval Noah Harari's new book? If you've never heard Yuval Noah Harari speak. It's eerie. It Yeah. He's like buddy buddy with Klaus Schwab, who is a Bond villain come to life. Mm-hmm, the World Economic Forum. Yeah, and these, hearing these two men, I don't even really want to call them men. They're yeah. queers. Well, I'm just gonna say that, and I don't mean that in the gay sense. No, they're just weird, but strange, maybe. off. The tr- true all... definition of queer means weird, off. Yeah, different. and these two, they're very queer. And he is, his, he will haunt your dreams. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, he's from Israel. Would not say that he, he's a Jewish descent. He talks about, you know, transhumanism, that we can hack the human body and animals. Mm-hmm. You can Google, Google him because they love him. They love promoting him on Google and all the, the mainstream stuff. He's got a weird... I don't know the, the way he speaks. I think that's why he's been put into the part because his voice, I think, soothes some people the way he mm-hmm. says that you will own nothing and you will like it. Mm-hmm. But they've allowed him to write a children's book. In this article, it uh, references a lady named Deborah DeGroff, 
write that down, Deborah DeGroff. She is an author and expert on children's books, which she analyzes from a biblical perspective. That's a great thing to have. Yeah. Because you, there might be some books that somebody bought for your kids and, you know, you're like, this seems a little socialist. Mm-hmm. It's not just straight transgender, like Timmy's got two dads and one used to be a woman title, because those books are out there as well. Yes. There just might be something off about a book and it looks like she can, she'll do the, the biblical research for you. But so the article says some have described Har- Harari, a gifted storyteller, as one of the world's most dangerous men. And this is so true because Barack Obama quoted him. Uh, the pretender Joe Biden has been in his audiences before. And he does these TED Talks and so many think tanks <gasps> listen to what he has to say. I think he and I think this about a lot of people and I think that I'm right. I think he's possessed. Possessed. And I think that be, because how can someone so eerie have such a hold on so many people if there's not an evil spirit behind it? Yeah. And I don't mean he's demon-possessed like poltergeist type. I mean he might be demon-oppressed. I don't know. He's being controlled by an evil spirit. Yeah. And I think that about all of these people. Well, yeah, you don't get to be in his power and his stature without having some type of backing. And I just have to say, because I've had this conversation, I feel, a whole lot lately. The spiritual realm is real. Mm-hmm. There, We are in a spiritual battle at all times, and demons and evil spirits do exist, do play on this earth, and they do attach themselves to people and control people and make creepy things happen. Yep. And just... The side note to that, we both fully believe, Becky and I believe, that if you are a saved child of God, you cannot be demon-possessed. Correct. But, like we've learned from our our teachings in our Reformers Unanimous, you could be demon-oppressed. Yes. That they can, the demons can be outside you and just ruining your life so bad that you might as well be possessed. Mm -hmm. So we want to differentiate to eight the two. But yes, (laughs) never, ever think for a moment that we're not in a spiritual warfare, because that's what this guy is right here. Mm -hmm. He's been with the World Economic Forum. They bring him on to college campuses to talk. And now he's like, let me back it up. And the article says, but with a brand new book hitting the bookstores, this marks Harari's first attempt to get our children. The book targeting 10 to 14-year-olds is being heavily marketed and will be the first in a four-part series. So the chances your child or grandchild will come in contact with it at some point are pretty high. Not my kids. Hey, if your kids are in public school, there's a good chance that this garbage could be pushed through it. I don't care what public school district your kids are in. There is tinges of a socialist, of a communist, of a transgender movement. I don't care if you're in the most conservative. If you've taken money, your school district has taken money from the federal government, the state government, they're going to bow down to this. Yes, I'm tired of hearing people, parents say, well, not in my school district. Mm-hmm. Well, I've met the teachers in my school. I don't care. Yeah. You, your public school is not safe. Yep. This is, this is the bottom line. The spiritual war, the, the war for our children's souls to win the soul of America is being, it was already started years ago, but it is being ramped up at an exacerbated pace at this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we might feel safe sending your kids there. But if you're not on the school board or you're not influencing the school board and the superintendent, and we'll call the superintendent here that our kids were going to, we knew we couldn't influence him enough, so we pulled our kids out. 
every kid is worth $12,000 to the school board. Mm-hmm. Take them out. Washington State says, we don't know where 50,000 kids went. Yeah, you do. You shut the schools down at the end of 2019, yeah. and parents woke up. They're in private schools. They're in home schools. They're in Christian co-ops. Mm-hmm. That's where they are. Chris Reichdahl, yeah, I called that weirdo out. He dodges people left and right. Anyways, back to Yuval Noah Harari. So why has he become so influential, it says? What is his message? Does his heavily marketed new book for children echo the same sentiments he so adamantly feeds his adult audiences? Professor Yuval Noah Harari is a historian, philosopher, and the best-selling author of Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind, Homo Deus, A Brief History of Tomorrow, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century, and Sapiens, A Graphic History. His books have sold over 40 million copies in 65 languages, and he's considered one of the world's most influential public intellectuals today. So if you go to LibertySentinel.org, you check out this article, you can click and you can get the complete bio on him. I just wanted to give you that little synopsis right there. So he's all that. He's been the keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum in Davos. We know that's where all the bad guys like to go to hang out once yep. a year, right? It's a big old party. Yep. So the article says, Harari is not shy about stating his beliefs. In a nutshell, in Harari's gospel, there is no God, no soul, and no free will. Hmm. Yeah. This is scary stuff. This is what he's going to put in this book. He also says, it's increasingly hard to tell where I end and where the computer begins. I'm reading this off a computer, and I can clearly see where I end and the computer starts. Well, you skipped over an important part. His book, Sapiens, Mm -hmm. was endorsed by Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and Barack Obama. Don't leave them out. Yeah, sorry. My bad. I jumped right over those losers. (laughs) Why we let Zuck Bucks, Bill Gates, Barack Obama dictate anything to us. And I have family that love Michael, I mean, Michelle Obama. And I know people that look at these people for the answers. Hey, if you're listening on American Christian Network or you've tuned in on our podcast, I know that you know who Jesus is. And I know that you don't follow what these people say. But this is the word we have to get out. Becky and I are here today telling you all about this stuff. So you can go tell five people Mm -hmm. and they can go tell five people. This isn't a joke. This isn't. We just don't like the way this guy's nose looks or something. This guy really believes this in 65, what, no, 40 million books in 65 languages. Mm-hmm. People are being influenced by this man. Yeah, and he has creepy things to say. Yeah. I bet you I could beat him in an arm wrestling contest, and I'm not oh, even that good at I arm wrestling. I could beat him in an arm wrestling contest. You might be able to beat me, though. I don't think so. Oh. This is what we're up against. This is why we're telling you this. Find the alternative media. Find the tribes that will listen when you speak. We need to be raising our voices in unity. Mm -hmm. God does not want us to sit idly by and let these people win. What was the next one? Oh, yeah. Probably only have time for this last one. If you guys have listened before, you know Becky and I like politics. It's a good hobby of ours. You know that I like to call out politicians. Tom Cotton, you signed this omnibus bill. You're dead to me. Yeah. You were a good senator for a while, I 30 thought. 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. One senator that still hasn't let me down, though, Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. Son of Ron Paul. You know, I've said Ron Paul was my political hero for a long time. Rand Paul, senator out of Kentucky, he lives to make... Fauci's life miserable <laughs> every year for 10 years running now he likes to put out the his annual Festivus report <laughs> if you never watched Seinfeld you, 
who was it? George Costanza's dad created Festivus for the rest of us because they don't celebrate Christmas, right? Yep. And it's on December 23rd. It's on December 23rd. But one of the things in Festivus you get to do is air grievances. Yes. So Ron Paul, the senator from Kentucky, has adopted this in the last 10 years. He puts out his annual Festivus report. And you can find it anywhere. I'm on Breitbart here. But wait till you hear this number that he has gone through. And he points out government waste, government overspending. Let me get let me get my my digits right here. Four hundred eighty-two billion, two hundred seventy-six million, five hundred forty-three thousand nine hundred seven dollars in annual government waste. Annual one, one year. year. And I bet you the the billions to Ukraine aren't even in there yet. Mm-mm. The the disgusting part is, this is all public knowledge. He's just reading mm-hmm. what the government spent money on. Right. Buckle Two, your seatbelts. Yes. <laughs> I read this to Becky earlier, and I kept harping on one, so maybe I'll try not to harp on that one again. But So this includes $2.3 million used by the National Institute, NIH, Fauci's department, for an experiment involving injecting puppies with cocaine. It's just asinine. When are we going to take Fauci out for abusing dogs? Yeah, this is the second year in a row. You little elf. You take out your little man syndrome on abusing dogs. Mm-hmm. To the tune of $2.3 million to inject puppies with cocaine. It's 2022. I can tell you the effects of cocaine on the human body, the human brain, mm-hmm. how you can die from a cocaine overdose. We don't need it for dogs. And I've never got, been given a dollar in funding from this. <laughs> and I can tell you what happens. And how about another one? Uh, $202,000 used by the Department of Defense. They, they might as well just throw money in a toilet and flush it, you know? They spent $202,000 on Starbucks espresso machines. So they probably looked at if we buy the machines, we'll be saving money. Why are you buying Department of Defense? Come on now. Yeah. What's wrong with the coffee maker? How, yeah. how about this for a try? Make your coffee at home. Yeah. I mean, I understand people drink coffee throughout the day, but you don't need a top-of-the-line espresso machine from Baphomets. Yeah, from Baphomets. So true. Just get an old drip coffee machine. Yep. If you give free coffee. They're inexpensive. You probably could have spent a fraction of that on just buying good old-fashioned Folgers. For 10 years. Yeah. And this one, I'm I'm on the fence, but whatever. $3 million for the construction of a Gandhi museum. I mean, stuff's expensive to build right now. We definitely didn't need a Gandhi museum, but. I don't think if there needs to be, if there's a, if somebody wants a Gandhi museum, they can get a private citizen to donate the money. Government money does not need to go to yeah. a museum of any sort. But, yeah, what I'm getting at is you're not hurting puppies or... No, you're not, but it's still waste, wasting money. Yeah. So, once again, you can find this on Breitbart. That's where I got it. Uh, some of these other numbers as I scroll down here. Um, let me... How about... Uh, yep, there's the puppy one again. I like to go back to the DOD. They spent $28 million on a forest-printed camouflage uniforms for Afghan. To go to the desert. Yeah. And it was the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction. Must have been after we pulled out and left $80 billion worth of stuff. destroyed the country, yes. They spent $28 million on forest pattern camouflage uniforms using the deserts of Afghanistan. If you caught Becky's thing there, it's a desert. Huh. Later found that the camouflage doesn't work in the desert. You're kidding. You can't hide a forested picture in the desert? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's weird. 
$28 million for that. Uh, how about how about maintaining 77,000 empty federal buildings? Oh, good. That's- I bet you I bet you one of those million dollars that they're not actually empty. Yeah. It's just a front. This is 1.7 billion dollars they spent on that. Mhm. Helping- so I'm just asking for a million. Mhm. To prove I'm right. There you go. Hey. Which I probably am. But watch out them three letter agencies will get mad. I don't care. They're already mad at me. 168 million to help illegal immigrants avoid deportation. What? Why why yeah. federal money? I don't Hire know. your own lawyers yeah. after you break the law. Exactly. Overpaying government contractors for a terminated contract. So meaning now that we that's stopped. Ridiculous. $69 million for contracts that we terminated and they were like, well, you're on the hook still. I bet you a lot of that was the border wall. They mm-hmm. was paid for and they're like, no, stop. Hey, how about $140 million? Using COVID relief funds to construct an 11,000 square foot spa. Wait. Like a high-end spa. Not a foot spa. The next one down. Okay. Well, this might be money well spent. <laughs> so real quick, that was $140 million to build a, a, a high-end like spa facial place. The one back he's getting at. Back to the NIH. These guys are just leeches. Watching hamsters fight on steroids. <laughs> Three million dollars. Do they put boxing clubs on? I don't know. I mean, steroids are a little expensive. <laughs> First of all, I'm angry that they're they continue to test on animals. Animals yeah. don't can't volunteer. I'm okay with testing on humans when the human says, "I volunteer for this," yeah. and then they're given the list of everything that could possibly happen to mm-hmm. them. Spray me in the face with this for a hundred thousand dollars. I'll take it. Yeah, but animals. Yeah. Shame on you. Yep. Oh, what was the last one? We, I got it. There was a uh, two hundred thousand dollars telling drivers to stop at railroad crossings. It's the, huh. the last one there. No, I, there was another one. Oh. oh, how about this? Six hundred, almost six hundred seventy thousand, six hundred ninety thousand, studying the romance between parrots. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. These are true. Ron Paul, you're. I mean, yeah, Rand Paul, you're my hero. Here's my last one. I want to get at the NIH. <laughs> Fauci again. Spent $2.1 million encouraging Ethiopians to wear shoes. If you're in <laughs> Ethiopia and you don't have shoes, it's because you probably don't want them. And you've never needed them. They've never. They've They're a tribal probably, people yes. if they live outside the city. They have calluses on their feet. They're meant to. If we didn't wear shoes, we would develop calluses and be just fine. Exactly. When I was a young kid and we surfed, we would just walk barefooted and we had callous feet. We were all right. And, Kurt, and it's the 21. Like, did they buy shoes with some of that money or it's, did they just spend 21 million dollars traveling over there saying you guys should really wear shoes and putting up signs and propaganda everybody wear shoes yeah hey Rand paul's festivus report it's awesome check it out on breitbart becky thank you for all your input today and for everybody else that tuned in we appreciate you guys until next time remember to be sober and be vigilant To the old me. God made me anew. And I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they wanna kill kids in the womb. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Praying soon enough, he will live in you. Promise you the world, it'll ruin you. Find your way to God, he'll make you a new. Following through with you.